That's right. You read the title right. Sophie and I got married and we couldn't be happier to share this news with all of our listeners. And at the beginning of our podcast, episode six to be exact, we discussed our thoughts on marriage. And so today we're going to do a little part two of how we feel about marriage and what's to come now that we've tied the knot. She, a podcast for non-traditional conversations. I'm Tiana. And I'm Sophie. And And we're we're a couple. couple. Join us as we explore an alternative view on what it means to be a woman in today's society. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 79 of She, an acronym for Shifting Her Experience. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Shifting Her Experience and send us a DM to be featured as our next person of the week. Or leave us a review on Amazon if you've purchased our journal Reflect, and we'll give you a shout out that way. And before we jump into today's topic, we want to shout out our person of the week, Jayo, who is from India but lives in Germany, and sent us a message, a really nice message, sharing her coming out story with us. Yeah, she also recommended a really great podcast episode that she wanted us to cover, which we will definitely get to at some point about insecurities. So we'll give her another shout out when that time comes. But for now, thank you for reaching out to us, Jayo. Yes, thank you. Um, So as we mentioned, or if you've already heard on Instagram, you already know um, that Tiana and I got married about two weeks ago. We did. I feel like we've been talking about it on our podcast forever that, you know, we're getting married because we had to postpone it with COVID and all but finally we are married and we're so excited to be it was honestly such a perfect day yeah and we thought since we did an episode about our thoughts on marriage very early on in the podcast that we do um a part two on our thoughts now yeah it was very early on it was yeah episode six so so long ago um but of course we recognize that we're like two weeks into being married so this isn't like advice or anything but almost like how we plan to approach marriage and some of the highlights we mentioned in our vows as well as some aspects that are important to us while we grow together as a married couple yeah and I also want to talk about our actual wedding and our perspective on that as well Um, because in a lot of ways we had a non-traditional wedding so I think because that was important for us um, we do want to share today um, you know some of the ways that we made it non-traditional for anyone out there who might want to do the same one day. Oh for sure I think that was one of the most important things for both of us to keep the wedding non-traditional but also tailor it to us as a couple. Absolutely Um, so let's start with our wedding actually since I know a lot of our listeners were asking just about you know that day and everything about it. I thought our wedding was perfect honestly like I wouldn't change a thing we were surrounded by the people we love our families and friends who traveled to be here in LA for our wedding and they were so supportive it was such an emotional day One thing we did right off the bat that was non-traditional was have a small wedding. Even before the pandemic, we wanted that. That was important to us. And we wanted to know every single person at our wedding. You know, I didn't want to meet someone for the first time at our wedding. Uh, So we had a wedding of 50 guests. And in the end, I think it ended up being about 45 guests. So small wedding. Yeah. And that was the other thing as well. We had our wedding in L.A. because that's where we met and where we live. Um, And I think a lot of people feel pressured to do it in their hometown, but that wouldn't have been easy for us since we're from two different countries. So we didn't want one person to feel like um, we were choosing one hometown over the other, you know. So we had it somewhere that was um, meaningful to us as a couple and that was not leaving like the other person's country out. Yeah, Yeah, no, that's so true. The other thing we did around our wedding that was pretty non-traditional, in my opinion, was host our own joint bachelorette, like Mm. our our hen night, as Mm -hmm. you guys call it, and invite everyone that was invited to the wedding 
to the bachelorette. Mm-hmm. I mean, not everyone could make it, but we still had a pretty big group at our joint bachelorette, joint hen night. You there know? was very few people who were coming to the wedding that didn't make the, the hen party. Almost everyone was yeah. there. It was just so much fun. It was a great way for everyone to meet each other too. Like, you know, before the wedding, it everyone knew perfect. each other by the wedding. Yeah. It was so much fun. We played some funny games. It yeah. was non-traditional in the sense because a lot of people thought it was just like women only and a lot of our friends were like, is it okay if I bring my boyfriend? And we were like, of course, everyone is invited. Yeah. Like my dad was there, my granddad, he was yes. 84, he was there. <laughs> like we were playing games, people were asking us like, what's your favorite type of porn or what's her favorite type of porn? And my granddad was just, just like, like staring <laughs> at you. Yeah, It was funny, you know, it was funny. We're all adults. There was not one child, which is another thing. No children at our wedding. Yeah, um, very so non-traditional. No, yeah, sense, so it yeah. was it was lovely. It was so much fun. It was very adult focused, us focused, mature. Everyone just had like a really good time. Nobody was like walking on eggshells or like no one was weird because there were men there or there was older people there. Everyone was just having a, a good, good time. time. And we felt like really respected as well as a couple because this was like the first time for a lot of these people to see us as a couple. Um, so it was a great chance for everyone to see us. And I guess, you know, that representation is two women as well, like to normalize us. And it was just lovely. It, it was, was like really, yeah. you know, I could tell it was the first time that a lot of people were even in the presence of like a lesbian couple. So it was yeah. just honestly such a special night. And that was just like the prequel to the to the wedding, you know. Um, and we also hosted a celebratory barbecue the day after the wedding, which is like kind of common, I guess, back home in Ireland. We would always like do something the day after the wedding to celebrate the couple and, you know, just to like wrap up the whole weekend. So yeah, we had that so we could see everyone one last time before everyone left LA and flew back home. Yeah, exactly. Lots of events surrounding our wedding where we could spend time with the people we love as a couple but as for the actual wedding one of my favorite things that we did that was super non-traditional was that we wrote our own wedding ceremony and Mm -hmm. we had one of our best friends officiate it it was very special he did he did a fantastic job um but yeah we wrote our own um ceremony you know it was completely tailored to us as a couple we made it personal it was the type of ceremony I think that you actually wanted to listen to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. None of that religious stuff that people like zone out during, you know. <laughs> but seriously, no, we kept it short enough and it was so personal to us. It was very much like a story of how like we met. Um, so we had people engaged, you know, people yeah. who didn't know our story maybe or people who didn't know certain things about us or certain details like... It was very intimate. Like I said, there was 45 people there that we knew and it was just a very like intimate story of us. I think that's the way it should be. Um, But another thing we did that was very non-traditional is that we both, we both walked down the aisle separately you know there wasn't somebody waiting for us at at the top um and we walked down the aisle to a song that a friend of ours actually recorded for us so yeah it was a beautiful moment very personal I agree and my mom walked me down the aisle and then both of your parents walked you so so it was a beautiful moment our wedding really showed me that it is possible to have a non-traditional wedding that's still so beautiful like When I was younger, I never thought I would even have a wedding. I never fantasized about it. I don't know. I never pictured myself as a bride, I guess. So it was important for me and for both of us, really, to have a wedding that felt like us. And it was the best day of my life because I got to marry Yusuf. Um, But also because everyone we loved was in one room. Yeah, and I feel like a lot more people more and more now are having non-traditional weddings. It's great to see. It's important. You know, to make it a lot more personal. I feel like a lot of people are, you know 
even having children before they get married a lot of people are having yeah like their friends officiate a lot of people are not doing religious ceremonies anymore like I see that a lot back home in Ireland and we are like culturally a very catholic country so like i see a lot of people having non-traditional weddings which is really really nice so i'm really happy that ours was as well exactly it should be tailored to the couple i always feel Mm -hmm. like it should be about the actual marriage and not the wedding and um if you can make the wedding about the couple even better you know yeah honestly i would have loved to have been a guest at our wedding (laughs) (laughs) but i'm just being biased yeah Um, but seriously it was the most fun wedding i've ever attended so i mean if every wedding i could go to was like hours I'd be like yeah I'd be I'm down this is fun <laughs> so in our vows on our actual wedding day Sophie and I funnily enough wrote very similar vows to each other we didn't know each other's vows beforehand either but when Sophie started reading the vows she had written I was smiling because I knew that as soon as I started reading my next everyone was going to laugh because they were the exact same structure yeah <laughs> I know as soon as you start started reading yours I was like oh my god yeah. <laughs> so we went first this. so I was like oh oh here we go yeah <laughs> I had outlined five um positive situations that we had dealt with as a couple actually not so much positive some positive some like I guess like frustrating like sad moments like, but like just things like five, that we made it out of but, you know yes yeah. exactly so I guess yeah positive outcomes but definitely just five situations that we had dealt with as a couple um that I wanted to continue to action throughout our marriage and Tiana outlined five actions that she will take every day to support me as a partner <laughs> we so, love a good five or whatever yeah <laughs> so it's only fitting that we chat about five points today that we want to highlight to keep our marriage happy and successful going forward like we did our vows exactly it's only fitting the first one that Sophie and I believe is so key to a happy marriage is choosing each other every day Um, that was something we'd said in our vows as well but this includes accepting the other the way they are every laugh every doubt every tear every victory yeah and choosing each other every day to us um also means understanding each other so to understand each other and be understood and it was really important to me personally to find a partner who listened and really understood me as a person so I think by choosing each other every day um how we are and for who we are really means that I'm being understood yeah because it's easy to make commitments when you're in love and you know everything's like super positive but It's another thing to actively choose each other every single day and make sure you're prioritizing the other person, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And also the second one is um, respecting each other, both as a couple, but as individuals as well. Um, We fell in love with each other for our independence and we will respect each other as our own individuals with individual wants and goals and needs. Um, We will grow together alongside each other and work together to create you know, a wonderful life together. So I think it's important to remember you are two individuals and in a marriage you become a team. Yes, but it's important to respect each other's wants and needs separately from your own. I think you can work alongside each other, but you have to let them grow as an individual too. I know that was so important to you, Soph, as well. Being in a relationship, you know, you don't want to lose who you are. So I think if you can kind of grow alongside each other, it just makes for like a stronger relationship. Yeah, I had said in my vows that um, like you had taught me to um, like respect my own and other people's energies and boundaries and alone time. And I think that's like what we want to do for each other in our marriage. Yeah, no, we both had similar points in our vows about this, too. And I remember saying, although our souls are forever intertwined, 
um, we can still be our own person and I want to respect you and your growth um, just as much as ours as a couple, you know, so that's really important. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Tiana and I have spoken in previous episodes about how important mental health is and how therapy is something everyone can benefit from, especially when it comes to improving your self-awareness and overall well-being. Yes, our sponsor BetterHelp, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, was kind enough to let us both try their services. So we've both been matched with therapists separately and have attended a few sessions already. I love that it's all done online. There's no waiting room and you can just send your therapist messages or schedule a phone chat or video chat. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you could be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. And well, BetterHelp is even more affordable now because we want you all to start living a happier life and as a listener of ours, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com loving. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. Again, that's betterhelp.com loving. You can find the link in our description for this episode. This episode is sponsored by Audible. At Audible, you can find the largest selection of audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers and new releases to celebrity memoirs, languages, business, motivation, and more, like original entertainment from top celebrity creators and thousands of popular and binge-worthy podcasts, like our podcast. Yes, exactly. Sophie and I love listening to audiobooks together, actually, while we work from home, cook, exercise, or even just relaxing as a family activity. It's very therapeutic for me to listen to audiobooks, and Audible has thousands of titles, so it's easy to just binge multiple books in one week. (laughs) Yes, you're definitely an audiobook binger. Plus, listening helps me feel inspired and connected. I get to read my favorite books all on the go with audiobooks. Audible is a destination for your wellness, whether you're looking to soul search, be inspired, work towards new goals, unwind, or simply be entertained. Visit audible.com slash she or text she to 500-500. That's audible.com slash she or text she to 500-500. Yeah, and the third one... um that we want to mention as well is like something we've talked a lot about on on podcasts and that's um to live a life full of joy and happiness making each other feel like we are worthy of every of life every day and you know for me it was so important to meet someone who actually like made me laugh and I know that's so like cliche to say but like somebody who I actually have fun with and like I wanted life to be like no drama and just like laughter fun like happiness like just having a good time like I know so many couples are just like always fighting and like there's always like drama and stuff like that that's very tiring like that is exhausting imagine doing that for life like no I could getting married and being like I will choose drama every day you know you and I have fun a lot yeah like we are constantly laughing we are okay like every day is not a good day but you know it is it's pretty damn good yeah I always remember like you know in Sex and the City like Charlotte said like you know someone asked Charlotte like do you love Harry like are you happy every day you know with her 
marriage to to Harry and she was like not all day every day but yes every day and it's like yes of course there's days with you where it's like I'm having a crappy day or maybe we have an argument or something maybe just one of us is having a bad day or both of us or work is stressful yeah no I'm not happy all day every day but I am happy every day yeah we make each other laugh every single day yeah. for sure I I know we do I can picture the moments that we make each other laugh just each like and every day silly stupid like yeah. inside jokes um that you know make the day easier and um in general we are very very happy and having fun that was one of the biggest things for our marriage too we were like we want to continue making each other happy and we both mentioned that in our vows I made a big point to say like I will keep distracting you during work to make you laugh when I feel like you need a break (laughs) or something you know so Mm -hmm. little things like that that it may seem small like oh I want to laugh every day with the person but it actually like does set a precedent when you say it out loud and um, if that's what you want for your relationship and that's I feel like it's totally achievable so um, that's one of the things we wanted to highlight um, but fourth and this is something we'd really do talk about on the podcast like almost every episode is maintaining strong effective and open communication so you know healthy communication is so important to us not that I'm trying to give advice for anyone else's marriage but part of me is like the best thing you can do as a couple is talk about things like I can say anything to you self and I know you'll listen without judgment and vice versa like I personally believe that the key to a happy life together is open communication communication with respect with honesty with trust with laughter with gentleness you know yeah I couldn't agree more and this is such an important point like everything comes down to the way you communicate as a couple I think um And actually, one of the biggest things as well that we've talked about a lot um, about combining respect and communication is being open about the way we talk about sex. Yeah. I mean, we we are a couple. We have sex. So it's something that we need to be open about instead of hiding or hiding our feelings about or whatever, you know? Oh, yeah. When I say open communication, that definitely means like sex as well. And we want to maintain a healthy sex life, which we both think is really important in a happy marriage. Soph and I are monogamous, so we are super open about discussing wants, needs, fantasies, etc. And I think any way in which you can explore and better your sex life through communication as well is so, so important. Yeah, absolutely. And what's really interesting is that we were actually recently made aware of a really sex positive and ethical website for exploring sexuality and pleasure. Um It's great if you're solo, but it's also really fun to explore as well if you're in a relationship. Um, This site is called Cheeks. That's Cheeks, C-H-E-E-X. And the website is getcheeks.com. And their slogan is pleasure for everyone. Yeah, Cheeks was really interesting to explore. I've never seen a site like it, honestly. They have erotic films and audio stories, but they also have a learn tab which is where they write and publish both sex positive and educational articles on the site as well so I found that really interesting and I also found it really interesting that they offer workshops like strip teasing workshops or Mm. orgasm breath work workshops love that one (laughs) yeah no it's so it's so important no one talks about that Exactly. Breath, breath work is where the orgasm is okay <laughs> yeah, facts I find cheeks is very progressive as well like very non-traditional and effective when it comes to sex um, they even do sex horoscopes which I found really fun Ooh, yeah the workshops that they feature was a really interesting approach to sex positivity I found um, 
They've, um, you know, fostered a very sex positive community free from shame and taboo. And we've actually partnered with Cheeks for this episode to give all of our listeners 14 days free on their website with the code SHE, S-H-E. And we've included this direct link in our podcast description today. So please go check that out. Um, The promo is valid for new customers when selecting the yearly subscription option. And you can cancel anytime during the trial period. Yeah, like we said, open communication about sex is really important to us as a couple. So we think this is something fun that you can explore in a relationship. Like if you're looking to spice up your sex life, whether it's on your own or with a partner, definitely check out Cheeks and let us know what you think. Yeah, we're having fun with it. (laughs) We love it. Um, But yeah, so moving on, the final point that we want to highlight um, in our five actions for a healthy marriage is um, to be there for each other during tough times, just as much as the good times. Yeah, I think it's unrealistic to think you're always going to have amazing, amazing times with your partner. You know, they might be going through something. You might be going through something. You might be going through something as a couple that might be really tough. And when we say like tough times, we're not saying like, because this is life, right? We all know what life is like. We're talking about tough times that maybe last for a while. We're not saying, oh, maybe someone, Tiana might have a bad day on a Thursday and she'll be fine on Friday. What if Tiana has a bad day for six months? Yeah. Like I am her wife. I'm your wife. Uh, wife. I'm your wife. <laughs> I'm your wife. You yeah. know, I I have vowed to be there to support you as your wife, but also your best friend. Yeah. And if I can't help you, maybe I'll go and find you help. That's part of supporting you, you know? Well, the um, word support, that's key. Supporting each other through the tough times is really yeah. what we're vowing to do. I think um, as a couple, as a married couple, um, it's to be expected, you know, that there will be some tough times and you're going to get through it together. Yeah, and I think, you know, as well, it's unrealistic to always be desirable for your partner. You know, maybe you're not in a good place, Tiana, in your life and you want, you know, you want the time to heal for yourself rather than having me come in and fix it for you. Maybe you're like, Sophie, give me these few weeks to heal myself. I don't need you to fix it. That's also how you can support a partner during tough times, you know, not trying to fix it yourself. But just respecting that life isn't always going to be sunny and positive and letting the other person like heal themselves if if that's what they want. It's not always your job to fix just because you're the The support, you know, just because you're the supporter. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, really well said. I think that's so important to hear. And, you know, I'm a super positive person in the sense that, of course, I want to think we're going to have always, like you said, sunny and positive times. And, you know, 90 percent of our relationship and marriage might be that and Mm -hmm. that would be amazing Um, but there are going to be tough times and I think that's really important to accept and understand like to not hold it against your partner if they're having a bad few months a bad week a bad year Um, yeah I like that you said that yeah yeah there's going to be tough conversations in a marriage there's there doesn't always have to be but there may be tough times tough conversations to have and um, we have made like a vow, a commitment, a bond, uh, you know, we have made a deal that we yeah. are going to be receptive to t- if there is any tough conversations or situations yeah. that lie ahead for us, you know? It's so interesting because all of our points really, again, do come down to communication because even being supportive during tough times, you know, um, to communicate that you're there for your partner, but that, yeah, you're not trying to fix them or anything like that. I, I like um, that you specified that. That was really good. Yeah, well, all in all, Really beautiful, special, sexy, gorgeous, <laughs> delicious wedding day with you. And I can't wait for all of those 
things in a marriage with you. Yeah, we're really excited to be married. You know, um, I think that's the one thing we were most excited for. And of course, the wedding was beautiful to have all all of our family and friends there. Um, but we're really excited to be married and to see how we grow and, you know, look back and be like, oh, my God, we did the damn thing. So um, <laughs> I'm really excited uh, to do that with you, too. So um and thank you to all of our listeners for coming along this journey. You know, if you've been listening from the beginning, you know, it was, I think, before we were even engaged. So, yeah, yeah um, you've been following us for a while. And speaking of communication and being engaged, you know, we like planned our wedding before we were even engaged. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, there's good communication for you. <laughs> yeah. And not only that, we knew we were going to be married. Before we knew we, we were wanted to get married because we yeah. had talked about it before we got engaged. So, and we picked the wedding venue before we, we got we engaged because we knew it was going to be de- We knew a we were going to get married. We knew we were going to do all these things. Yeah. So look we at talked us. about it. Two little organized planners. You know, it's so life. interesting, like, because we, I would say, like, we're very good communicators. And one of our friends even pulled us aside, like, during the whole festivities of the wedding week. And they said, you know, I'm like, you know, kind of talking to this person on, on Tinder or whatever. And like, you know, I really like them, but... I don't want kids and I want to know if they do like how do I ask them that without being like you know sounding like too much on a first date and we had talked about that on a first date so we talked to this person we were like trying to give them advice about just being like open and honest and because it can seem really daunting I wouldn't have asked Tiana that question but she asked me and you asked me in like a very cool calm way you weren't being like pushy or over the top or anything like that it was just we were having a chat and it came up and you said so like how do you feel about kids and I was like like you said would you ever have any and I said no I don't want them and you were like Perfect. bingo it was, that's what I wanted to know now I can continue yeah. to date her the convo was going too well that I was like I hope we're on the same page as uh, like for this because a yeah. lot of people are not or you know like our friend was like I actually don't want kids and I hope the person I'm yeah. chatting to doesn't either um, so, so we yeah, kind of said wait like, until the yeah. first date and see but you know the point that I'm trying to make is that um, it is okay to ask these questions. This is your life and you, you know, if you are into somebody, you maybe don't want to like get hurt or waste your time by pursuing the relationship for a while to just find out then six or seven weeks in that you're actually not on the same page. Yeah. So it is okay to talk about these things early on if you want. So shout out to our friend. I yeah. know you're listening. Uh-huh. Um but yeah, hope that went well for you if you did. If you did ask them. <laughs> so true. I don't even think we need to do takeaways because the takeaway is I love you and I'm so happy that you're my wife. Uh, I love you too. Yay. <laughs> well, that's it for today's episode. We love hearing your stories on how you're living a non-traditional life. So keep them coming and follow us on Instagram at Shifting Her Experience and send us a message on Instagram, review our podcast on Apple or review our journal Reflect on Amazon to be featured as our next person of the week. And make sure you download, rate and review our podcast and share it with your friends to spark a further discussion on this topic and let us know what you think about our five points for marriage. There could be so many more, but we kept it to five. (laughs) And for more information on any of our sponsors we chatted about today, you can check out the link in our podcast description. See you on Tuesdays. Bye.